What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Mind to Muscle podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Bunker. And I'm your other host, Bailey Delory. Okay, we're back. And I thought of my question, my surprise question to ask you on the drive home from the gym this morning. Um, but go ahead and share your weekly highlight with the people first. My weekly highlight this week was... Well, I have to share. Oh my gosh, this weekend, of course. Summer shredding. We went and saw. Oh, it was this weekend. I feel like that feels so long ago. I know. We saw Caroline, our queen, our coach. It was so fun. And we also got to work out with like some of our coaches. And that was like so good. And I was able to talk with them about like my like competition and stuff like that. And we decided. Rather than competing next season or like next year, I'm going to compete in 2025, which is sad because I want to compete so badly right now, but I know it's going to be so gonna much get better. Jacked. Yeah. Gonna it's going to grow. Get jacked AF. Yeah. So we're going to continue building for a little bit. And then like early-ish next year, we'll do a little mini cut, get a little shredded, see what we're working with, and then have another building phase. And then we'll be absolutely jacked and be able to compete. So I am so excited. I just like live vicariously through Maddie. Like I had so much fun. Like like that stuff is int- interesting to me. And like I'm excited because yeah. Maddie wants to do it. And like it was super fun because Caroline was competing and we love her. But like I was just really like living watching Maddie just like thrive. Yeah, it was just like the yeah. different because like I'm single and was like so invested and I'm like, oh my gosh, like oh yeah, I want a, to date a bodybuilder and then she's like married and trying to, you know, just like I was like trying to find Maddie a boyfriend there, but it's so hard because they're also damn short. But like yeah, I was literally searching, I was like scouring, like find this sounds so weird. I was like finding these men on Instagram, like trying to find them for Maddie to like find her somebody suitable that was like cute, but also not short, but also like obviously not having a girlfriend. And I was like, if somebody saw hard. my Instagram search history right now, it would look like such a red flag because and I'm like, like, so like fail. <laughs> he was like, he would just be like, whatever. Yeah, he, he would like get our daughter a boyfriend. Literally. Yeah, I'm really trying out here. So um, if anyone knows any single bodybuilder. I am dead. That are preferably at least 5'11". At least. If they're 5'11", Maddie, but they're jacked, you can take the two inches. I'm done. Yeah, I told Bailey, I was like, okay, if they're super, super jacked, then they can be a little bit shorter. But if they're just like, you know, a little jacked, they have to be at least 6'1". Oh, dead. She has her standards set. I'm six one, so I can have those standards. I'm dead. I know. I told Maddie all the short girls are taking the tall guys. Sorry. Yeah, so annoying. If you're short, you need you to date. Have to date a short king short boy. for me. Sorry. Yeah, except for you. It's fine. It's my dad, so it's fine. I'm dead. Well, that's what, what I like too. I kind of yeah. forgot that, that was. That just seems like I don't know why it seems so long ago, but just mm-hmm. the whole weekend was fun. Like Maddie said, obviously getting to meet Caroline was like the apex, but. Yeah just being around everybody was super fun and like getting to go look to alpha land is always just like a whole vibe and yeah honestly it was just thriving like I love being in that environment and it was so cool to like see it live again and just like know that like this is what I want to do because you know like for you it's like yeah this is cool but like I don't have any desire to do this yeah they were all like you should do it and I was like I do not feel the way about this that Maddie does like I just I feel like if you're gonna do that obviously you just like really have to have this like hell yeah desire yeah Yeah. and you really have that and I really don't (laughs) yeah that's why you're gonna be the perfect prep mom exactly yes 1000% I can't wait 
Same. Okay, ready for your question? question? Yeah. What has been, I don't know why I just took the biggest breath in. That was like, it's not even that. preparing. What's been your favorite ninja creamy like flavor that you've made yourself thus far? Oh. I feel like you've made such a variety of flavors. Like I've tried, I feel like you've tried so many. Um, that's so hard because it just like really depends on my mood, but I will say I've been making one with peaches lately and it's really good. I'm like a hoe for peaches. And so I just do like cottage cheese, almond milk, um, frozen peaches, sugar-free pudding mix. And it is fire and a little bit of sweetener. It's so freaking good. So that's honestly probably one of my favorites. I also did, I forgot about this. I need to remake this. It was like when I first got my creamy, I made like a peanut butter one. I'm so glad you said that because I was about to say, I really need to find a really good peanut butter one because you may be a hoe for peaches, but I'm a hoe for peanut butter. Yeah, you really are. So I need to, I need to find that recipe because I don't remember what I did, but I remember it was like, I remember making a TikTok about it and I was like, this is like just eating a bowl of peanut butter and yeah obviously you would love it for me I need to find that recipe and and I'll make please sis because that sounds great I mean my fave ones definitely my pumpkin one like that one's just you're gonna say it I'm like I don't know what like I I've always liked pumpkin but I've never been like this hardcore in the fall like pumpkin girly but this year it's just taking a storm I do like that one because it is like super thick and like I really like like it but I'm just yeah I'm just not like a pumpkin girly I'm just not vibing with it well apparently I am so yeah Yeah, you like my fall nails I got a fall color oh wow yeah so cute and I was like I was thinking I never get my nails done I was like "Hmm, maybe I'll see if Bailey wants to get her nails done and then yesterday she's like yeah I went and got my nails and I was like damn it Bailey." my mom invited me so I said yes it's fine I guess fine well what are we talking about today um, we're talking about how to, um, also just going to pause because I just realized I've been sipping my coffee into this mic the whole time. Um, but we're going to talk about non-scale victories because that's something that I was really bad at of like only measuring progress as if my scale weight went down, then I'm doing good. And a lot of our girls struggle with that as well. So we're going to talk about a couple other things that you should be and can be looking at to measure your progress. Yeah, that's something that so many people struggle with. And I still struggle with it too. Like now that I, or I have been in a building phase, it's so hard because I'm not looking for new low weigh-ins or things like that. And so it's like finding those other things that are wins and that as progress is like so incredibly important, no matter what phase you're in. Um, So the first thing I think is like a huge one is progress photos, whether you are putting on muscle or you are trying to lean out. Like the scale sometimes does not show. I know one of your clients, like her scale weight has literally not dropped. And if we were just basing it on that, we would probably be like, what is going on? Like what's happening? She's not making progress, but her progress photos are insane. And that just happens so often. What's up, y'all? Quickly just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the show. If you got value out of it or feel like it could help someone else, we would really, really appreciate you sharing it with them on whatever platform you use or sharing it to your Instagram story. We'll be picking one winner every single month um, who shares and rates and reviews our show. Now, let's get back to it. 
Yeah. And I think that's the big thing to understand about scale weight is, and again, I did this too. Like we correlate scale weight to fat. If my scale weight goes up, I gained body fat. If my scale weight goes down, I lost body fat and it's weighing so many other things, which is where progress photos are super, super helpful because you could have lost body fat and put on muscle and your scale weight's the same, but your physique looks totally different, which is what's happened with that client. Yeah. It's so important because like when you, when you look at the scale, you're not taking, like you said, into account everything else. And with reverse dieting, which a lot of our clients do, it is super frustrating because sometimes the scale even goes up, but it's because they, they've never put on muscle before in their lives. And so when they are putting on muscle, their physique looks totally different. And I know it's so, it's such a mental thing, but like, I way rather look and feel good rather than like, a certain number on the scale because no one asks you, you don't have like your scale weight above your head. No yeah. one asks you, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And that's something that I've shown to my girls as well as like, cause when I first started, like I thought, okay, I have to weigh this number. Like I think every girl ever has that yeah. number. And I think this is the number that I should weigh or when I weigh this number, then I'll look how I want. And I had that number. I got to that number. I did not look how I wanted to look. I didn't feel good. I weigh like easily. 15 to 20 pounds more than that right now. And my physique looks drastically better. Like, so just not getting so tied into like the scale needing to be a certain number. And that's where progress photos again are super helpful. And I think where progress photos get hard because I used to do this is like you take your first progress photo and then you're like, okay, I'm going to start. And then you fall off track. And so then you like restart your progress. You just feel like you're always starting your progress photos over and over and over. And so I know that that can get really discouraging because that's kind of like where I was for a really long time. Yeah, 1000%. Like, I cannot stress it enough to take progress photos because I wish I had more. And I love talking about my yeah. fitness journey. I just don't have a lot of photos because I was embarrassed. I didn't want to take them. But it is so important because looking back, like I weigh more than I ever have right now. I'm the heaviest I've ever been. But I look a lot better than I did when I first started my fitness journey because I have muscle. And like, if I was just looking at the scale weight, I would be like, well, I've been working out for how long and I don't look any different. I, you know, like I haven't made changes, but I look significantly different because I've built muscle and I've lost body fat. And so take your dang progress photos because I wish I did. You don't have to show them to anyone. You could put, I remember I downloaded like, oh my gosh, the calculator or whatever. And you had to like put the password in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh same because I was like nobody can yeah, see it's like, this their is top so secret weird. files yeah I was like, this girls is out so here crazy. send nudes to guys like nobody's business but be locking up yeah. their progress photos like literally I know I'm like it. and now I'm like posting them on freaking Instagram like no yeah so it funny. is funny but you, can, like, photos. you see yourself every day so you feel like your body's not changing and I've had so many girls say that and then you like see these like snapshots in time and you'll you'll be able to see the changes I promise you if you're consistent with what you're doing you'll see the changes in photos so take them yeah 1000 percent. like that's my favorite thing showing the clients like look at your progress photos and like yeah. oh my gosh like I had no idea yeah then they really be feeling themselves and I love it yeah for real all right number two do you want to dive into it yeah. So gym PRs. So especially again, considering the phases that you're in, especially for a lot of women, you are newer to the gym. You're newer to lifting weights when you're starting a fitness journey. Like Maddie said, right now, she is in a phase where she's not necessarily focused on cutting. She's focused on building and putting on muscle. And so that's where evaluating your strength in the gym can be a really good sign of progress. Like 
Am I getting stronger? Am I putting on muscle? And so that's why we track our workouts. We have our clients track their workouts so you can see how you're progressing week to week in the gym. Yeah. And this is like, honestly, my main form of measuring my progress right now, because I am in a building phase. I don't really care that much about the number on the scale. Um, but I really, really am focusing on, am I getting stronger? Because that's the whole goal. When I'm getting stronger, I'm putting on more muscle and I want to put on muscle. That's the main goal. And once I know, once I do actually go into a cutting phase, I will look like like look completely different than I did before because I put on muscle and took this time to build. And so really just focusing on like the numbers going up and am I getting more reps and things like that. And also a huge thing too, like diving into progress in the gym. It doesn't always have to be, okay, I went up five pounds every single week. Yeah. Maybe your form got better. Maybe you slowed down in the movement. Maybe you increase weights. Maybe you increase set or reps, sets, whatever it is. So like measuring it other than just the weight going up. And yes, you do want to increase weights, but looking at other things. And like, sometimes I get in my head with that too. I'm like, oh, I haven't increased weight in three weeks, but I'm like, but my form got way better every single time I slowed down. And that right there is progress. Yeah. And that's something that I've had with like clients that have been with us longer is like at the beginning, especially if you're new to lifting, like weight's going to make some pretty big jumps initially. Like the first little bits of you lifting, you're going to see pretty big changes week to week to week, month to month. And then the more you lift, the more experience you get, obviously the harder it gets to go up and weight every week, because like what, you're not just going to reach this unlimited amount of weight. Like at a point you're going to kind of reach this like threshold. And so like Maddie said, focusing on other things. And that's been stuff that I've really pushed with them because they'll get really down on themselves if their weight's not continuing to go up every week. But it's like, okay, yeah, but look how much better your form was. Like, look how much better you performed that last rep, like focusing on all of the things in the gym and just like how you feel and how you show up for yourself. Yeah. And I mean, there are some movements that just are not going to go up for a long time. Like lateral raises. I can't yeah, tell you how long I've been at the I've been chilling there at the same way for a hot minute. Yeah. And like one of my clients was like, I have literally never increased my lateral raises. It's been like three months and I'm like, good. Like, yeah, I get used to it. I, if you increased weight, your form would be terrible. And so yeah. really focusing on that and like, yes, increasing weight is important, but that's not the only way to progress in the gym. Exactly. And I think this one, other than progress photos, may be my favorite measure of progress. And I was going to say that with food. And again, I think a lot of women just because of diet culture and all the things that most women struggle with, like this is a really, really, really huge thing that a lot of people struggle with. And a lot of girls need to reverse diet when they come to us. And so this is a really cool thing to focus on. And you'll see so many wins with it. Yeah. I mean, I struggled with this for so long and I restricted my diet and I was scared to eat. I was scared to go out. I was scared. I was going to ruin my progress if I ate my favorite foods and I was significantly eating way less than I, than I needed to. And now like the freedom I have, it's like crazy to think about because I mean, and we talk about this all the time, like just how far we've come with our relationship with food. Like I genuinely feel, yes, I prioritize like healthy foods, but like I could go out and have ice cream and not feel guilty about it. I could eat whatever I want and like being able to just be not emotionally attached to food. I love food. We talk about it all the time, like (laughs) how much we love food, but like it's not an emotional thing for me anymore, whereas it used to be. And that is like the most important thing. Like when our girls, that's like my favorite thing ever when they're like, oh my gosh, like I was able to go out and like have an intuitive day or not track or eat my favorite food and not feel guilty about it. And that is so incredibly important. Yeah. And I think we've had, because of like 
just changing their framework and reversing and bringing your food and take up. Like so many of our girls are able to break out of that, like binge restrict cycle that so many of them struggle with. And I've had so many girls be like, this has been the first time ever that I didn't like over restrict and then binge after my birthday, or like I enjoyed a holiday and then didn't feel super guilty about it the next week. Or I've had girls go on vacations and they were like, this is honestly the first time I've gone on vacation and I did not worry or stress about the food aspect or how I looked or any of that the entire time. And that is like huge. I think we underrate that of like, it's not having to do with your body or how you look, but that is like massive. And it just changes so many aspects of your life because yes, food is fuel, but it's more than that. And it's experience and it's culture and it's a huge part of our lives. And so you just don't realize how different it is when that's not running the show. If you are someone who is trying to lose a little bit of body fat and tone up, we have a perfect guide for you. Go ahead and DM me on Instagram, tone, and I will send it over to you for free. Yeah, 1000%. And it's like, so there is so much more to life than just like looking a certain way and restricting yourself. And if you can't enjoy your life, like what, what is, why are you doing this? If you can't enjoy your life when you look quote unquote good, it's not going to last. And so being able to just have that freedom and that flexibility and y'all know I'm all about like hard work and taking care of your body and having certain goals and things like that. But you can do that while having a good relationship with food and working on that. And it's not an overnight process. And I know there are still times where Um, you know, some of our girls, like they're really, really good with their relationship with food and then things come up and that's okay. It's not an overnight process, but like reminding them like, oh my gosh, you literally are eating 500 more calories than you, when you came into us and you look better. Like that is huge. Like that is such a huge win. And it's like you said, it's so underrated. We want to be skinnier. We want to lose weight, whatever it is. But like, if you can heal your relationship with food, that is like the number one thing. Yeah. And I think that's where it helps having obviously guidance or a coach or a plan is like, that's going to look different for everyone, like based off of what your goals are and what your relationship with food has been. And like, for some people being able to say no to something and kind of create that boundary for themselves, like that's a win. And for other people, allowing themselves to have that food guilt-free is a win. And so I think really just like understanding those things for yourself will help you like measure progress and wins and things like that in your relationship with food. Yeah, totally. Um, number four is better energy and sleep. And this is something I struggled with so, so badly y'all. Like my sleep was absolutely terrible when I was under eating and restricting myself. Like I literally would sleep some nights, like two hours, like consistently. It was so, so bad. And my, obviously my energy levels were terrible. I was relying on caffeine way too much caffeine and so if you can like look back and in three months your energy levels are better like that is such a huge win yeah and I've had so many girls be like oh my gosh I never realized like how tired I was for no reason like I think we just think that's part of life like oh you're just gonna be tired and like yeah you're gonna have days where you're tired and you're gonna have days where work sucks and you just feel depleted but like that shouldn't be your baseline and like I have a lot of girlies that are nurses and they'll be like, I used to be dead all the time. And like, yeah, I definitely have shifts that are really, really hard. And I'm like totally toast at the end of the day. But like me on those days now is still so much better than it used to be because like, I'm still taking care of myself. Well, it's crazy. Like how quickly people feel like 
better energy yeah. when it comes to it. It's like two weeks and they're like, oh my gosh, I did not realize like how tired I was and how much better I already feel. And that is something that like keeps you going because you're like, I don't want to lose this because it is miserable when you're so tired and you're relying on caffeine and then you're overstimulated and then you can't sleep and it's this constant yeah. cycle. And so being able to take care of your body and it really is so simple, like move your body more eat better foods, like take care of your body, actually eat so you can be awake and have energy. And that all leads to better sleep. Yeah. And like, again, I just, it's things that we don't think about and it sounds so simple, but you don't think about it. And like when I was under eating, I wasn't thinking about how that was going to affect other aspects of my life and how that affects like your hormone production, your hormone health and your like neuro functioning, like the amount of food you're eating impacts so many other things of your health. And so if you feel like shit, if you're always tired, if your hormones are in the crapper, like the first thing you should look at is like, okay, am I even eating enough food? Am I even giving my body enough food to work with? Because if not, don't jump to like taking all these things, just eat a little bit more food and see how you feel. Cause it makes a huge difference. Yeah. It's kind of funny when I get on calls with like new potential clients and they like tell me their history and like, how much they're eating and things like that. And I'm like, yeah, do you feel like you're like pretty tired all the time? And they're like, oh my gosh, yes. Like, how did you know that? Or like, oh my gosh, yes. And it's like, cause you're not fueling your body properly. And I, yeah. I know, like I've been there. So I know exactly how you feel and it's miserable and you don't have to feel like that. Cause I thought you did. I thought just, oh it, yeah. If, if I want to lose weight, I have to restrict myself. I'm going to feel like shit all of the time. And you don't have to, like, you don't have yeah. to, you can have your dream body and be able to feel good during it. Yeah. And another like take for biofeedback for our last one's going to be your gut health. And I feel like this is such a hot topic right now. And there's a lot of things that go into your like gut health. But again, like we've been talking about under eating impacts it a ton, the quality of your diet impacts it a ton. Like, are you eating enough fiber and getting in whole foods and all of these things? And so that's definitely a huge measure of progress. I think, especially for girls now, like so many of my girls like come in and have like GI issues like mm-hmm. this. If you weren't pooping every day and now you are pooping every day, then that's a win. Yeah. I mean, that is, it's too normalized in society to like, oh, like, haha, I only poop like three times a week. And that's not normal. Like that, you should not feel that way. I was there and it sucks. And that's why I'm so passionate about gut health because it is terrible. Like I was constantly bloated. I felt terrible. And Honestly, all of these things lead back to your gut health, your sleep, your energy levels, yeah. your biofeedback, all of that leads to your gut health because that imp- like your gut is your second brain. It impacts everything. And so if that's messed up, like you are not going to be able to see the progress you want to, you're going to be bloated. You're not going to sleep well. Your skin's going to be terrible. And trust me, I've been through it all. And so really diving into like, are you eating enough? What is your food quality? Are you eating a ton of just processed foods, processed proteins, not getting enough fiber? And so really focusing on those things. And like, it's crazy how fast that can shift. And like, once you do start having regular bowel movements, you're going to feel so much better. You're going to have more energy, which leads to better lifts in the gym, which leads to burning more body fat. So it all is connected. Yeah. And I think the big thing to look at with all of these is like, 
the progress you'll see in the things that we mentioned, like you're going to see that by doing the things that will also get you to the physique that you want. All of those things, sleeping better, better gut health, all that comes from prioritizing whole foods, from eating enough, from getting in movement, from strength training. All of those things are also going to get you physicals. And we're not saying you shouldn't have those or you shouldn't be measuring those, but it's also important to be paying to th- paying attention to things outside of that. Yeah. And if you focus on your internal health, your external health will follow, but the difference is it's going to actually last this time. If you're focused on the right things and focused on healing your internal health and your gut health and sleeping better and, and like those progress photos and all of these things, like your, your external is going to follow. You just have to be patient and do it the right way because clearly the way you're not, you're doing it isn't working and it's not sustainable. And if you have to constantly start over, like that's not something that works. And it's like, I hear all the time, well, I did this and it worked or I did, well, it worked, right. It worked for a short amount of time. You Mm -hmm. need to find something that's going to actually be sustainable and you're going to be able to last and be able to make that progress and keep it for the rest of your life, not have to lose weight and gain it constantly. Yeah. And we're not saying that you shouldn't or can't use scale weight as one of the ways you're measuring progress. I use my scale weight as one of the ways I measure progress. Maddie does 90% of our clients do unless it causes them to like have a bad relationship with things. You can and should use that as a metric, but we're just saying don't use that alone and don't use that as like the sole thing. Use it in conjunction with looking at progress photos, looking at biofeedback, looking at strength, and don't let that be like the only thing that determines changes you make or how you look at the progress you've made. Well, and when you are using it, look at it as from a average, like a weekly average yes, look yeah. at it day to day, because there are so many times where, okay, maybe I had more water one day or I ate later in the day or whatever it is. And so scale weight spiked two pounds. And it's like, what the hell, if you're only weighing yourself randomly. And that's why we have our girls do it every single day and take that weekly average, because that's going to be way more accurate. Yeah. Look at averages and then look at trends over time. And then the other big things, just weigh yourself consistently. If you are going to use that, cause I've had a couple of girls just like, Oh, like I weighed myself. And then like, I weighed myself a couple hours later the next day. And I weighed more. Well, yeah, you have food in your stomach. You've been drinking water. You've been up and doing things. So weigh yourself first thing in the morning, get up, go to the bathroom, weigh yourself before you've like eaten or drank anything that way. It's a consistent measurement. Yeah. And that's the same thing with all of these, like progress photos, take them Mm -hmm. same time and all of those things. Like you want to make sure you're being as accurate and consistent as possible. Yep. That's it, queen. So use all the things, take, take the progress photos. I just, that's one thing freaking take them. Cause when you get to your like end goal, when you see the progress, like you're going to want to have those. Cause I don't have that many of them and you can look back and see how far you've made it. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. As always, you can catch us every Friday with a new episode. You can also follow us on Instagram. Maddie's is Maddie underscore Bunker. Maddie with one D. And mine is Bay Delory. Make sure to rate and review the show, whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and share to your Instagrams. Thanks for listening. We'll catch y'all next Friday. Bye, y'all.